Hello, friends, and welcome to the Lifestyle Engineering Podcast. This is your host, Dr. B, your lifestyle engineer. In this podcast, we help you escape the rat race and find purpose-led, meaningful work. We help you design systems that make it easy for you to succeed. We give you tools and strategies to build your productivity, to free your time and attention for the things that matter most. Live by design, not by default. Let's get it. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode. Wow. Wow. What a remarkable year it has been. I am recording this in January of 2021, and it's been so long that it feels like the first time all over again. But thank you for joining me here today. It has been a remarkable year. You know what I'm talking about, right? We've had a global pandemic. In fact, we are still going through it right now. I am recording this in the United States, so we have had this intense dealing and reckoning with racial injustice that has come to a head in very dramatic ways. Last year was an election year, so that has brought out a lot of interesting dynamics and even personally there's been a lot of changes in in my family situation in my work situation so it has been quite the remarkable year and remarkable is the only way i can think about it it's what is 2020 is going to be one of those years that people define their lives by you know pre-pandemic post-pandemic you know this pandemic is going to be the thing that grandma talks about you know 50 years from now to the grandkids about oh my yes it was that pandemic time and this happened you know it's one of those defining times and we're living through it so it's very it's a very strange feeling i've read a lot of history and you read about these kinds of times the wars and the pandemics and the disturbances all over the world and now we're actually living through it So the question is now, what do we do? How do we use this? How do we make sense of it? And how do we move going forward? So here's one of the things that happened to me a few months ago. So my boys used to have care in the home. But in the middle of this pandemic, I had to start sending them to, you know, daycare slash preschool. And one morning, one Monday morning, my younger son, he's just, you know, over one. He wakes up and he's a little lethargic, not himself. But that's the only thing doesn't have a fever so you know send them to school then after nap his teacher sent me a message that he has a fever over 100 so he has to be picked up and the rules here are he has to be fever free for 24 hours before he can come back so I know that the rest of the day is done in terms of work tomorrow is done in terms of work because I have to keep him with me But of course, we're in the middle of this coronavirus pandemic. So instantly, my mom anxiety goes into gear and I think, oh my God, my kids got the Rona, right? So I get in with this pediatrician that night, getting my COVID test and try to figure out whether I need to isolate or just quarantine or nothing at all. This is just a daycare cold something. It turns out I get the results next day. He does not. It's negative for COVID but he's home with me 
and uh, sometime in the afternoon I get a phone call and it's the school and I'm thinking oh my goodness what now turns out that my other son his teacher actually has COVID she's tested positive for COVID so now he has to quarantine for two weeks so I realized oh my goodness first of all I need to get him a COVID test so I'm back in the pediatrician's office the next night right this night with my other kid um, getting a COVID test Thankfully, he turned, you know, he tested negative as well. But now, you know, he's home for two weeks and I have to juggle, you know, work and meetings and getting things done and taking care of my child. During this time, I am you know, getting up early, trying to get work done before the day starts. Then I work in between. At the time, I had a second job. I was teaching that semester. And so then... After I put the kids down, I'm trying to grade and get things done. And I have two live hours during the week that I have to do. And so sometime at midnight, one o'clock, I'm going to sleep and then getting up early the next day to do it all again. And about the same time, I'm doing work and I realize I'm making so many mistakes, simple errors that should be easily detectable that I'm just completely missing, right? And I have to do so much fixing after the fact. And I'm just not understanding why this is happening. And eventually the, the kids go back to school and everything settles down with that. But I can't understand why I'm making these mistakes, why I'm so exhausted. And then I started listening to podcasts again. I, you know, I started putting it on in the car, even if it's a short commute. And I was listening to one of Brene Brown's podcasts. Her podcast is called Unlocking Us. It's really good. You should check it out as well. And she has created this term. It's, the acronym is FTT. And you can go listen to her podcast and figure out what that is. But she's saying this, this is our first time that we're going through a lot of things. And it is really exhausting. And if you understand that, you can then adjust for that. And make it a little bit easier for you to understand what's going on. Understanding what's going on makes it a little bit easier to determine how best to respond. And it was like a light bulb moment. It's so simple. But I really had not had that insight on my own. This has been a remarkable year. We've never been through these things before for those of us who are here right now. So the world has been through pandemics, but not us, we have not been through pandemics. We haven't been through pandemics with the ability to move around the world so fast, for example. And in the case of the US, you have the racial injustice issues, you have elections, and all of these things going on. This is the first time that we're going through all of these things in these circumstances. And it is really exhausting. It is exhausting. And the instinct is to want to get back to normal, to go back to the way things used to be. And even if you move beyond that and you try to say, well, there's going to be a new normal. But I think the best response is to understand that there is really no normal in the sense that things are so constantly changing. And the best way to deal with it is to be able to build our resilience to changes and shifts that are going to continue happening. And so one of the things that made so much sense is that this is tiring and exhausting to us mentally because it does not 
meet our mental models. Our mental models do not work in this situation because we've never been through this before. So we have no expectation. We have no understanding of this. So this is a first time. And whenever you do things for the first time, think about it when you're learning a new skill, learning a new language, learning a new sport. It's hard. It's mentally and physically exhausting because you're trying to move your body in different ways, use your brain in different ways. And it's the same thing with these FTTs. Neuroscience even tells us that the brain is, even if it's not a muscle per se, but it does tire. And they've done a lot of work, especially in the field of looking at willpower. And they found that if you use a lot of willpower for a task, so let's say early in the day, you've used a lot of willpower, you've maybe tried not to eat something that you don't want to eat, maybe some sweets or, you know, something that takes willpower, getting up and going to exercise or you know, maintaining calm in a difficult situation. This using up of your mental resources, anything that uses up um, a lot of your mental fortitude, this tires the brain and it depletes the stores of energy because your brain uses like glucose for energy just like any other part of your body and it literally depletes the stores of the brain. So if later on you are now required to go back in and kind of use that mental fortitude again, the brain literally doesn't have the stores that it needs to execute on those tasks with the same level of competence that you would normally have because it it literally is tired think about it your mental gas tank is too low and that's what that's what was happening to me i we had this pandemic i had the kids at home i had two jobs in this new environment where you know you're quarantining or you know trying not to go out and trying to figure out how to move and exist safely in this world so how then do we handle this there's not new normal we have to build the resilience to meet the demands of the way the world is right now so how do you do this you ask well here's a couple of tips one is to understand that you have no mental model for this You've never seen this before. You don't know how to operate in these particular times. So adjust the expectations. In fact, you might want to throw them out the window and start fresh. It's a pandemic. In the U.S., it's an election year. We have racial injustice issues. We have a lot of people can't see each other as much. And we are human beings that are like social. We are meant to be social. And that's difficult. People haven't seen you know, the parents and kids haven't seen grandparents and extended families. We are meant to be social. So understand that that is playing out as well. So adjust your expectations and give yourself some grace. Second tip is to build in some time for rest and recovery. Create some space in your life where you can take some downtime. Think about the things that help renew you, whether it is for some of us, it's actually connecting with other people safely. For some of us, it's finding some time to be quiet, to read something, to relax, take a bath. Maybe it's exercise or something like that. Whatever it is for you, whatever renews you, build in some time in your schedule. Get, Get the help of whoever you need to get the help from to create that space. And the third one is think about what you want to do next. Think about things that are going to make your life better and try to take a small step in that direction. I call it, you know, micro steps or even nano steps, something very, very small. 
it helps build your confidence. It helps make you feel better when you feel like you're doing something different, something that is moving in the direction that you want to go. And I say small. By small, I mean micro, nano, something very, very small that you can accomplish relatively easily because you want to give yourself a win. You don't want to you don't want to build in some goal that's going to make you feel worse when you don't achieve it. So something really small, micro step, but that just takes you that one small step in the direction of something that you want to do, something that you want to add to your life, something that will make you feel better in this time of dynamics and change and all sorts of crazy. So friends, this is an unprecedented time, but we do have tools and strategies we can use to survive and maybe move from survival to thriving. So first, understand that you've never been through this before. You don't have mental models for this. So adjust your expectations and give yourself some grace. While you're doing that, make sure to build in some time for rest and recovery. And then take a small step, micro, nano step in the direction of where you want to go, something that you've wanted to do, a goal that you have. Take one small step. Give yourself a small win. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Lifestyle Engineering Podcast. If you haven't already, please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We'll see you next time.